Good morning, boys and girls. Now, for many weeks, I have been addressing you and the young people in the church on some of the Mr. Men by Roger Hardgraves. And I've been attempting to draw Bible lessons from them and teach you some spiritual truth. Today, I want to talk about Mr. Silly. And of course, you can see that Mr. Silly has a very silly hat and he wears silly shoes. Now, Mr. Silly lived in no sense land. It was a very, very silly place. The trees were red. The grass was blue. The dogs, they wore hats too. The birds, they flew backwards. And Mr. Silly lived in a very silly-looking house. And if you could see it, I wonder who designed it. And every year in Silly Land, there was a big competition to win the No Nonsense Cup. It was awarded to the person every year with the best silly idea. Now, Mr. Silly, he had never won the cup but he wanted to. Every night when he went to bed, he dreamed of winning the no-nonsense cup. That was his only concern. That was the thing that really consumed and made Mr. Silly even more sillier. Now, one morning, Mr. Silly was sitting at breakfast and he was thinking of winning the no-nonsense cup. Let me tell you what he had for breakfast. He had coffee, but he put marmalade in the coffee. He ate a cornflake sandwich. Have you ever heard of that? He also ate two boiled eggs with the shells on. And you could have heard the crunching of the shells in his teeth. He was always doing silly things, thinking silly things and saying silly things. And all the while he was eating his breakfast, what was he dreaming of? He was dreaming of winning the no-nonsense cup. Mr. Ridiculous, he won it the year previous. Here's his silly idea. He wallpapered the house outside of his house. Mr. Foolish, well, he invented a motor car, but it had square wheels on. Mr. Silly decided, I'll go for a walk. He met a chicken wearing Wellington boots and carrying an umbrella. The chicken, it meowed like a cat at Mr. Silly. Then he met a worm with a top hat and a tie. The worm said, quack, quack, to Mr. Silly. Then he met a pig, and the pig had trousers on, shoes, a bowler hat, and he mooed like a cow at Mr. Silly. Then Mr. Silly had a brainwave. He went off to the shop. The shop that he visited was the paint shop, and he walked home with a paintbrush and a tin of paint. The day for the no-nonsense cup arrived. A large crowd had gathered. The king of no-sense land, he was there to present the no-nonsense cup. He was wondering who was going to present the best silly idea that year. Well, there was a man called Mr. Muddle stepped forward, and he had made a square apple. Other people, of course, had entered. But as the king was introducing them and talking about their best silly idea, he stopped, and he looked, and he looked again, and he said to the crowd, Look, everybody! And when they looked, one of the trees, remember there are trees in Mr. Silly's land, they were red. But this tree had green leaves. It wasn't red. 
Who painted that tree? I did, said Mr. Silly. Last night when you were all asleep, I painted every leaf green. The king said, Who ever heard of a green tree? What a daft and silly idea. It's the best ever I heard. And he started to laugh. That year, the no-nonsense cup was awarded to Mr. Silly. And he went home pleased with himself, boys and girls. Now, I want to tell you three things about Mr. Silly. Think about the characteristic of Mr. Silly. His chief characteristic was this. Everything that he did, all that he thought about, and everything that he said was all silliness. And you know, the Bible addresses certain people as silly. There's three references in the Holy Scriptures to the word silly. Job 5 and 2. For wrath killeth the foolish man, and envy slayeth the silly one. Hosea 7 11 says, Ephraim is like a silly dove without heart. They call to Egypt. They go to Assyria. Of course, they didn't call on the Lord. And then the apostle Paul warns Timothy about false teachers who visit people's houses. And this is what he says. And lead captive silly women laden with sin, led away with divers' lusts. You see, another word for silly is the word foolish. Mr. Silly and Mr. Foolish, well, they have much in common. In fact, they are related. And the Bible tells us that a Mr. Silly is the one who thinks and says that there is no God. Remember, the Bible says, the fool have said in his heart, there is no God. And isn't it sad today that we have many professors in universities and many teachers in the school and the education profession who do not believe that there is a God and who teach and tell the young people in their class, do not believe in God. And if we were to press them and ask them, well, how do you know that there is no God? The reality is that what they're really saying and what they're really thinking is they don't believe that there is a God with whom they have to do believe that God created the earth in six 24-hour days. They, they believe in a, a big bang. But of course, the Bible tells us, and the true Christian believes this, he doesn't believe that there is no God. He believes that faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And the apostle Paul could say, I know whom I am believed and I'm persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day. There's another fool in the Bible, and his name is Abner. And you know what was said about Abner, boys and girls? Abner died Abner as a fool death. And that's what King David said at his graveside when they were burying Abner in the ground. He died outside the city gate of Hebron. Hebron was one of the city of refuges. And he, of course, didn't have to die there. He was enticed away by another man called Joab who hated him. And Joab, he put David to death or put Abner to death in a time of peace. Now, Abner, if he had stepped inside the gate of Hebron, he would have been safe. But because he was outside the gate and enticed away from it, he died as he lived. The Bible also talks about another man. Doesn't give his name, just said he's a rich farmer. He had bumper crops one year. He was going to pull down his barns and build bigger. He thought about tomorrow. 
His motto for life was eat, drink, and be merry, for tomorrow you die. And the Lord Jesus said to him, Thou fool, this night shall thy soul be required of thee. And you see, let's remember that there is a God in heaven with whom we have to do. Let's remember, of course, that one day we will die. And let's remember that we all have an immortal soul. And that soul will live as long as eternity exists. The Lord Jesus, of course, was born for sinners, lived for sinners, died an atoning death for sinners, rose again for sinners. And one day you can leave this world in Christ and you can be absent from the body and present with the Lord. Do you know what the sad thing about many in life's journey are like Mr. Silly? They're saying silly things, they're doing silly things, and they're thinking silly things. And one day their past life will catch up with them. And they could be tished away from Jesus Christ, the gate to heaven. And they could miss heaven and die in their sins. And that's the characterization of Mr. Silly. Now think of this, the counsel of Mr. Silly. What did he think about? What did he dream of? Well, let me tell you, all that he said and did and thought were right in his own eyes. And Proverbs 12 and 15 tells us the way of a fool is right in his own eyes. In other words, he refused to listen to right counsel. He refused to listen to good advice. If we told him off for eating eggshells for his breakfast or putting marmalade in his coffee or having a cornflake sandwich, he will be saying, well, who are you to tell me what to do? I can do my own thing. Of course, he lived, Mr. Silly, independent of God. He refused advice and counsel. And the Bible tells us, but he that hearkeneth to counsel is wise. Listen to the counsel of godly ministers that tell you about your sin and the need of a savior and tell you about your soul and salvation. Listen to mommy and daddy. Listen to your Sunday school teacher. Listen to your youth worker. Why? Because they have a chief concern, not only for your body as you live out your life here and now, but they have a chief concern for your soul's well-being. The counsel of Mr. Silly was all that he did and said and thought was right in his own eyes. And he wouldn't listen to counsel. Don't be like Mr. Silly. And one final thing, the concern of Mr. Silly, what was his big concern? It was to win the no-nonsense cup. And how did he do it? He painted a tree. And of course, the king of no-sense land, he laughed and he said, whoever thought of anyone painting a tree green? Of course, this is a man-made story. There's no such place as no sense land or silly land where Mr. Silly lived. But I want to tell you, boys and girls, as we finish, there is a sinless land far, far away. It's called heaven. And one day those that die in Christ will hear the words, Well done, good and faithful servant. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. And how will they get there? Not by painting a tree, but listen to me carefully. By being penitent at a tree. Do you know that the Lord Jesus is likened in the Bible to a green tree? Luke chapter 23, verse 31. He said, if they do these things in a green tree, what will be done in the dry? And of course, that was a reference to the life and the death of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I want to say to you, if you bow your knee before Jesus Christ, 
thinking of his cross work, thinking of his precious shed blood, you can have all of your sins, past, present, and future, forgiven. And you can be given the assurance that one day that having your sin problem dealt with and your soul saved and you be found in Christ, for you then, your great concern will not be an earthly award, but your great concern would be a heavenly ward. You'll be brought into this sinless land called heaven to be with Christ forever. The Lord bless you this morning and thank you for listening.